0: Hey what's going on there podcast land Matthew Johnson back at it again With another episode of Dementia in black And white In this week's episode I'll go personal This week and really just kind of Give you an update on my situation What's been going on And what's the latest here Sit back and listen to this update All right. All right. So let's get into it. So I know, oh man, probably back in December, I did a series of podcasts on my mother's condition and how, with the COVID and then a hospital stay, it was, you know, pretty, pretty rough on her. So I want to just kind of provide an update of uh, where. I am where we are, really, as a network of care around my mother. So, just in terms of the update with her specifically, she's doing worse. I I have to say that she has uh, declined since the hospital visit, since the... Uh, short stay at a memory care facility. And you can go back and listen to uh, the podcasts about those incidents, those issues, but just in general, and, and who knows by the way, if whether or not we're talking about the timing of the progression of the disease just happening to coincide with this COVID episode, this hospital stay, but they are, Certainly happened around the same time, not saying that one caused the other because, you know, we could have just been in a place where the timing of the disease is just progressing. And it just happened to progress right at that moment. So but in either case, there's no question that there has been a progression Um, immediately from release of the hospital. She hadn't really even walked, had gotten out the bed um, for a few days, a few days of that. And then uh, she was able to get up with assistance to, you know, be pretty steady on her feet for short distances. Um, But, you know, of course, when you're in the bed and she had been in the hospital bed for two weeks or, or a little more, maybe 16 days. And then, Um, Coming home and being in the bed for another few days Of course, generally speaking, you're going to need therapy Really to learn how to walk again To have your muscle memory come back And we did have physical therapists come to the house But as you probably know uh, My feelings about really the whole world In terms of dealing with people with dementia uh, Those in the medical field have just a lack of understanding, a lack of training, I'll say in terms of dealing with people with dementia. So the physical therapist really was ineffective in terms of helping mom to get back on her feet. It was more the family and her, you know, support network around her that that helped her to at least get up again. And so, Today, she's able to, you know, sit up and perhaps get up to move from the bed to the chair, but long walking, no, dancing, no, and, um, if you heard me in prior podcast talk about her physical ability, I mean, the mind was deteriorating, but her body was very strong that she was indeed a dancer. And even though the memory was gone, she certainly could spin a yarn in terms of telling stories about whatever was going on. Then they may have seemed real to her, the things she was saying, but you know, she could hold that type of conversation. And, and I would say the verbal, skills have uh, diminished though uh, not completely I understand that language is something that's toward the end stages in terms of when that goes you know you're getting close but she's not there yet I mean she's still talking and I would even say uh, aware maybe not as aware um, as she was before this decline but Certainly, still some moments of lucidness. Even now, you know, in terms of certainly still recognizing me, recognizing you know the people who are close to her, and and having those same kind of gibber jabberish type conversations. Uh, those are are still there in the words, you know, still or making sense, uh, the words themselves in terms of the context and the whole story being put together. Not so much, but we can still understand the language and the words that she's using. So it's been rough, I would say, just the grieving process. And there is one with this, you know, certainly if you lose someone, there's grieving associated with that. And of course, everybody grieves differently. But with this disease, it's as if you grieve each stage of loss. And so for me to see mom, you know, even though she was not completely herself a year ago, she was physically up and moving and dancing. And, you know, just if you didn't know she had dementia, you wouldn't know. She had dementia, just out and about if she were out and about in public and whatnot. So just to have this loss happen, to have her abilities to diminish, it's sad. It, it, it takes you, uh, you know, into a place of grieving that loss, and so um, certainly that's happening. Certainly, I, uh, you know, continue to be in support groups and continue to seek help just in general, you know, with me going through this process. And it certainly does help to talk with people who are going through something similar to speak with people who uh, are further along in the journey than where I am. That has been very helpful for me. And then along those lines, I wanted to take the time to say this about, uh, seeking support, I've had a mm-hmm. podcast about support groups, generally speaking, and, you know, how to pick one and all of that. And I would say, too, it is so very important to seek help and coming from a black man, I can tell you there's probably some barriers for me, uh, generally speaking, around getting over that hump of seeking Help, You know, just a man in general, there's this thing that we are problem solvers that we see or hear something and we want to get in and fix that thing. And so you feel like to ask for help is a sign of weakness, that if you're asking for help, it's because you can't do something. And that's certainly... One of the challenges that if you're a man and you're a caretaker, you're listening to this, you have to come to the realization that you're a human being. And it's not just men, there are certainly women too who do this work, who take on this responsibility, and you know, want to have this moniker of a superwoman being able to balance work life and home life, being able to. Uh, you know, just uh, be that boss lady, if you will. And that too can be the same thing in terms of a barrier to you getting the help that you need. So it's not about wanting help, but in some cases it's about the fact that you need the help. And that certainly is what it was for me. And I will say when I was able to do that, when I was able to overcome that and ask for help, you know, and to have people, you know, my loved ones, people who are in my circle say yes and provide the help each time it really did help to reduce the stress levels that I have you know, continue to have some stress because I am still a caretaker, but certainly to have the assistance has been phenomenal for me in terms of me seeing myself becoming a little more back to who I was becoming myself again. And so one of the biggest things here recently was asking my brother to help. And my brother has absolutely stepped up and, and helped and has just been, um, you know, wonderful in terms of taking mom uh, on and, you know, stepping up into that. And it wasn't a boy necessarily, but this is that position of relief, relief for me. And I am extremely grateful. And just fortunate that I humbled myself, I guess is the way to say it, in order to be able to ask, to be able to just be honest and tap into um, that kind of vulnerability to say, I can't do this uh, as much as I've been doing it and that I need the help. And so he and his wife and uh, they have stepped up and offered that help and it has Been wonderful, no question about it. No question about it, and so I say to you if that is something that you're struggling with, if you are even having problems seeing that you need the help, if this is hitting your ear, I want you to let it sink in that it is okay to ask for the help, and you will be surprised that. There are people who are willing and able to help. You have to understand that what might be happening is that people see you doing such a wonderful job that they might not even be aware that you need any assistance. They might be of the mindset that "Well, look at so and so. They're handling things so well. They're doing it on their own. They don't need any help. And for you, you also might be thinking, well, if I ask for help, I'm probably going to have to do so much in terms of getting them trained on how to help or they won't help. the, or They won't do the caregiving the way that I would do the caregiving. You have to also let that go as well, because it is not so much about how they do the work that you do. But that the work gets done and more importantly than that, that you then get the break that you need because it really is an investment of your health, not just your time and your energy, but you invest your health in being a caregiver and it doesn't get returned to you. It is health energy spent right? And we can certainly do things and I talk about different ways to continue to keep an eye on yourself and to pay attention to self-care. But the work is just so draining and it can just happen sort of incrementally such that you don't realize how much it is stressing you out, how much it is taking from your own health. And so Getting that help, asking for it, um, definitely, definitely, it is something that I would strongly, strongly recommend if you are, you know, in the position where you're about to burn out and in these trying times coming out of this pandemic and all of that, it wouldn't surprise me that anyone, regardless of what you're doing in your life, even if you're just, you know, Uh, doing, you're not a daily caregiver, but you're maybe going to visit your loved one in a facility. All of it uh, has an element of added stress with everything else that's going on in the world. So this is the time, if that is you, if you had been thinking, man, I'm okay doing this, by myself that's who I'm really talking to not really you know I know if you're at your wit's end hopefully you're going to ask for the help you need or people will see that you need the help but I'm really talking about those who look like they have it all together those who are juggling the five balls and they're all up in the air and you look like you're just handling things and entertaining the crowd but really at any moment all of that can come crashing down that's who I'm speaking to with this episode. So don't be afraid to ask for help if you need the help. And even if you don't need the help, it's probably a good idea to ask for the help. All right. So that's it. I hear that music playing in the background. That means that's the end of this episode. I want to thank you all for tuning in this week to Dementia in Black and White. And until next time, of course, as I've said in this podcast, continue to take care of your loved one. That is so important what you're doing. That's wonderful. But also take care of yourself, which might mean you have to ask for help and be okay with however that help comes. Don't judge it. Just accept it. That's it for this week. Dementia in black and white. I'm out.